Hey guys, it's JL. Quick announcement in my own voice. I have a new album out. It's called Fireside Craps The Deuce. It is available currently on iTunes for pre-order and on May 1st comes out on Amazon, iTunes, and is available for streaming on a few platforms including Apple Music and Pandora. Uh, if you like this podcast, if you like the Trump videos, if you like my Trump impression, this is sort of a must own. So hopefully you're excited for it. It's an excellent album. I was really impressed with the production by Aaron Hodges of You Lucky Dog Productions. So pre-order it now. Let's get it to number one. And I don't think you'll regret it because it's sort of the apex of all this Trump content I've been putting out for the last couple of years. So in advance, thank you for your support. And I hope you enjoy it. And now on to this week's episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you today? Tiring week? You know, I usually try to be strong for the people, okay? Especially I'm a piggas. But it's, uh, you know, this job is not easy. I can tell you that much. It is not easy. And, uh, it's been widely reported. I actually, uh, it's been so tough. Uh, three weeks ago, I didn't even have lunch. Okay. I heard that. So I heard it's, that's crazy. Excuse me. Excuse me. And it's, yeah. So it's, I mean, I said we're in a war against coronavirus. And when I think back to, you know, April, April 4th, I remember it well when I missed lunch, okay? I only could have like a large snack at three o'clock. Uh, it's true what they say, okay? War is hell and we are going through a really tough, a great time though. We're doing it greatly. We're going through a tough time, but doing it strongly and doing it toughly. And, but I am, if I'm a little low energy, you know, not Jeb Bush low energy, obviously, but if I'm a little low energy for Trump, uh, I apologize well to nobody, but it's, you know, it's still tough. It's tough. And it's still an apology, but uh, Mr. President, I want to give you some good news. I know last week you were talking about people listening on iTunes and ratings and reviews. We got over 650 ratings. The reviews are coming in. You could all listen on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. And please follow us at TrumpPod on, on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. Just look up Making Podcasts Great Again at JL Colvin, at Jane Og, and you'll meet her soon at Sharon Spell. Mr. President, Who the hell I had is a that? I know, I had a surprise. Who are those today. people? I don't know, Mr. President. It's just Supre people pay okay, us. Okay, first off. People for, pay us to give for, plugs. Excuse so me. We, excuse me. So, first but, off, okay. yeah. real, at real Donald Trump, as okay. if they're not following already. Obviously, they're probably following. That's the account they need. And uh, that's all they need to know. Or maybe Mr. at president. Big Gay Mike Pence, if they want to follow the vice president as well. He, he really made his handle at Big Gay Mike Pence. That's his handle. Did you make it for him? That's the one I made. I don't know what his okay. real one is, but that's, you know <laughs> that's what? what I figured. You know, you're giving all these imaginary plugs. I'm trying to plug my like social media kind of side hustle content. You know, they call it a side hustle. I got you. My apologies. But Mr. President, I know you've, I'm not going to say you're, in a, you're in, a, in a bad mood. You're definitely tired. And I thought I'd bring someone on tonight to really raise your spirits. An oh, raise my spirits. Okay. Yours. Where's Ivanka? I know what you mean when you say spirits. <laughs> it's called a euphemism. No, I really meant like your spirits, like meant like your, you know, your emotional, um, oh. And, you know, just to, be, to, to well, be happier, you know, your emotions. You know, I guess that's important, too. We'll see. It is. We'll see what happens. Hey, look who I have, Mr. President. She is here. Please give it up. Surprise. Huckabee Sanders. Whoa. It's, oh, well, okay. I'll give you this one, tech stuff guy. You might have bought yourself another episode. I saw you smile, Mr. President. Well, I saw you, know you what? smile. Big Huck, excuse me. I'm talking, we're not talking to you. Big Huck, how goes it? Great to see oh. you. It is such a relief and an honor to be here and uh, say surprise to you. And I mean, we, we got to keep our distance. It's hard for me to keep my distance, you know, uh, but uh, 
it's it's just it's so good to see you and, and be in your presence again emotionally we would never we could never be closer we could never be closer so we have to keep our it's called social distancing tech stuff guy probably doesn't know what this is but it's a very hot term right now you got to keep your distance but you talked about that before covid before covid you talked to me a lot about keeping my distance and uh i mean i i see how it's playing out I, you are a genius and i see how you're thinking like 19 steps ahead of everybody as we said on a previous episode, I don't know if the tech stuff guy was here. When everybody's playing checkers, I'm playing go fish. That's right. That's right. You are playing go fish over any of great game. strategy, a game of great strategy. So Huck, how is not being press secretary for the greatest president of all time treating you? Because we have not been able to fill the spot with somebody of equal talent. Yeah, I hadn't really heard a peep uh, from her, but, you know, everybody has a different style. I, uh, you know, I've been relying on my faith, going back to my daily devotionals and uh, trying to keep current. Uh, we've been drinking uh, bleach and Coke over here. We've been enjoying that. That's and let me guess, let, let me guess, your family is totally COVID-free. COVID-free. COVID-free well, starts I've been keeping Brian with a wide a social distance. I've been keeping my kids at a social distance. Miss Sanders, you just said you were you're drinking bleach and Coke. Did you just yeah. say that? Uh, yeah, uh, people have been putting cocktails together. Uh, we don't drink alcohol in my house, so we've been doing a. Uh, it's kind of like a Laverne and Shirley Coke and Pepsi, but we do Coke and bleach. I mean, uh, milk and Pepsi. I don't. I haven't watched TV in a while. I do my devotionals too much. <laughs> Great woman of faith and a great woman of science. They say you can't have both, but she's deep in the prayer. She loves the prayer and she's having great beverages. She's having the bleach with the Coke. And, and the fun thing is, that's how you make Coke clear. Because I, I, the bleach takes the color out of the Coke. I well, Coke is, Coke is like, if you look at the color, it's kind of the color of an African-American. I mean, if you look <laughs> so at it. So it's almost like you're having like, Bleach plus Coke is, we're going to call that an Obama. How about that? We're going to call that an Obama. That's a great drink. I don't know. Terrible, so pre terrible president, but uh, great beverage. So when huh. bars reopen, you could ask for an Obama and they'll give you a bleach and Coke? A bleach and Coke. <laughs> and if you order a big one, it's called a, a BBC, a big bleach Coke. <laughs> BBC, I'm going to Google that, see what comes up. <laughs> Please don't, Miss Sanders. Don't Google that. You will not Go like the images that come up. I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it oh. in j just in a little bit. Okay, don't Google it now. But Miss Sanders, are you uh, happy to see the president? Speak oh. to him. It's been a while, right? I, I I don't know if I have words. It's uh, it's like coming home. Uh, it's like a homecoming a little bit. It's uh, I just I feel safe. I feel protected. Uh. It feels real nice. It feels real, real nice. Right back at you because we had this terrible press secretary after you who held no press conferences, so she was good at that. She didn't want the battle. She wasn't a fighter like you. I mean, she tweeted. She tweeted, and it was very, you know, if I need to tweet, I can tweet. I don't need a, a mediocre, you know, former hot chick to tweet for me. And now we've got Kaylee McEnany, who's like 14, I mean, she lies a lot, so she's got some talent, but she's just not. Huck, you went to war, okay? You went to war for my administration, Thank you. for me, for my presidency. And uh, I think the low people ask me, you know, not this tech stuff guy, but other people ask me, what's the lowest point of your presidency? And I say, they say, was it Charlottesville? Was it the COVID? Was it throwing paper towels at Puerto Ricans? <laughs> Which they um, won't now. They would really want that now. Well, they you're right. They, they, everybody wants paper towels. All of a sudden, everybody, you know, now you see. See, and even Huck knows, knows how strong a move that was. But the worst moment of my presidency was when Sarah Huckabee Sanders left. That was, that was my 9-11, but worse. It was just one tower, me. I get it. I get it. And we didn't even need a second tower. It was like it was like there was no second tower even to fall. It was Huck was her own city. It was almost like if nine eleven had taken out all the buildings. 
It was oh. it was that sad. It was that sad. It, no, no, I'm saying it was Lilies. sadder. It was sadder than that. So sadder than all of New York City dying. And New Jersey, sadder than that. He stuttered. I don't believe he stuttered. Uh, look. Thank you, Huck. Huck always that. See, Huck is. It's like that movie, The Blind Side. Oh, Remember The Blind Side. I do well, remember. How are it, you gonna twist this? Well, no, I'm just saying. Instead, when it, you know, remember that movie? It was great. They had the big black, and the the woman helps him, and then he goes and you know helps Tom Hanks at the prison, and you know, and then he goes to remember that. Remember that? that you're he, talking about two different movies here. No, excuse me. No, that's it's the called, Green Mile. It's, excuse me. It's called The Blind Mile. He learns. <laughs> Great football from the white lady, and then he goes and saves Tom Hanks in the prison. It's a great movie, strong lessons, okay? And it's like that. It's like that, except, you know, Huck is my blind side. It's like I taught her how to do things, and she protects me, okay? And sometimes well, I think it you, felt, like, felt like he was teaching me, you know? I who think you're protecting. You don't talk, excuse me, Tech. You don't talk while Big Huck is talking. That's going to be a rule for this episode. And Please don't make them, excuse me, you, Huck, as well. Be quiet when I'm talking. There's like a, there's a, we call it a chain of command. When I talk, everybody shuts up. But when Huck talks, only I can interrupt. Tech, Huck, greater than Tech, okay? It's, a ma- it's called math. It's called math. I understand, but I think you should be watching out for uh, Miss Sanders. She's drinking bleach you shouldn't be drinking disinfectant mr president even though i don't were you joking were you sarcastic when you said that at your press conference or were you serious because your supporters are confused should they be having your back and saying that your statement was true no, my support my supporters excuse we me, were, my supporters are not confused my supporters couldn't they are as clear as the bleach they are drinking the <laughs> truth is here's what it is if you don't do it and it's okay, it's a joke. But if you can take it, <laughs> if you take it and you get better, it's very serious. Okay? Now, Huck, who is as strong as they come, okay, just a, just a strength, physical strength and spiritual strength, like just a, so strong. She takes the bleach with the Coke and her whole family is COVID-free. So it seems to be working. Other families, maybe that's not the approach. So it's a case-by-case case basis. So called a case-by-exact. Well, there we go. Tech Stuff Guy actually said something right. It's called a case-by-case case basis. Broken clock. So if, it, day. so if it works, you were serious. If it doesn't work, you were joking. That's the case-by-case. Case. Right. And you ever hear that? How some people don't like a joke and other people like a joke. So it's like if it works for you, not a joke. If it doesn't, <laughs> I was kidding. I don't think that's how a case-by-case basis works, Mr. President. Excuse me. I know case-by-case basis better than like the case and the basis, okay? Ace of basis. That's what They call me ace of basis because I know case-by-case basis so well. Bars. They call you the ace of cases. Uh, can you please? I, I don't even <laughs> want to respond to that. I don't even know uh, how to respond to that. Uh, we could... Uh, I, it just makes me want to talk about Ace of Cakes. We could talk about Ace of Cakes because uh, we've been uh, hoarding cake over here. Uh, Brian with the Y has been uh, getting us uh, extra sheet cakes. You know, that's my favorite sheet cake. Great sheet cakes. White sheet cakes, I hope. My favorite. We want to open a place. You remember, we want to open that place. We still talk about it. Cake, cake, cake. You know, it's all cake. just like white sheet cakes. It's an amazing, it's, it's, we're going to open them. We're thinking maybe, obviously the South, it's going to be a strong, obviously a strong, but excuse me. In the Midwest and in like in New York state, not far from New York city. Right. Like upstate, maybe not down in uh, certain parts, but uh, no cakes, cake, cake, cakes. That's the name of the store. And it's specializing in white sheet cakes there. That's a sponsor for the show. You never asked them. You never asked cake, cake, cakes. If Can they I wanted to sponsor them? the Mapiga show, but uh, now you know. How do you spell cakes in this name of a rest- of a of a bakery? Is it? I mean, I mean I, it's I, like I, Big Huck. Big Huck. You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that because he knows how cakes is spelled. Yeah, C A K. Well, I mean, if he wants to spell it like that, I guess. You know. 
that's that, I mean that's an acceptable the, way. I think the I don't correct know if the way. Well, I don't know if the bakery does that for branding purposes, but if that's how you want to, I mean, no, I guess everybody spells things differently. But cake, cake, cakes, delicious cakes, white sheet cakes. All right. Well, if you're listening out there, cake, cake, cakes, that soon to be business, you can sponsor our show. Um, there you go, Mr. President. But so this effect is a case by case basis. Great, a case by case clear. basis. If it works, you're serious. If it doesn't work for you, it's a total joke. If it doesn't work for you, it's not a total joke, but it's not for you. You know, humor they say is subjective. So I understand. I understand. Mr. President, I know it's been in a rough, long week. Um, Ms. Sanders, I don't know if you met this gentleman in your work at the White House, um, but we had a leader um, recently pass, Mr. President. Were you, how close were you to Kim Jong-un? And is he, we don't even know if he's really dead or a vegetative state. We know he's not going to be ruling the country anymore. What do you have to say about this, Mr. President? He was a, and is, excuse me, he is a young man of tremendous strength and talent, very talented young leader. Um, and is we got he? along great. We, we got along great. He was, a, you know, loved basketball, loved uh, Dennis Rodman, had a great relationship with, with our, our Dennis Rodman. Um, and he was, uh, he is, excuse me, he is uh, going to recover. I think, I think we're going to find out that the fake news was very wrong. And he's uh, recover from being brain dead. He's going to recover from that. I told you he's a talented guy. <laughs> Maybe some bleach and Coke might help him out. Maybe it will. Do they have Coke over there? I don't know. I know they don't have I'm, Jesus. No. Well, that's we We often had arguments because as, as Huck knows, I'm a strong Christian and uh, Huck, I didn't hear you agree with that. Mr. President said he's a strong I, I Christian. I had to. It was just like saying water is wet. Well, okay, okay. okay. It's like you know, saying the sky is blue. Exactly. Okay, well, thank so, you. I just, I wasn't sure. Okay, so I'm a strong Christian, so I didn't like the fact that North Korea is, you know, like a godless communist type place. But other than that, he was a strong, charismatic guy. He had great, he imported Russian prostitutes for our party, which showed he had great taste, kind of a cultural sort of great taste understanding he knew where the, he know whether he knows where the uh, quality you know the quality products are and he was a great guy he was a great guy and i remember the last conversation we actually had when i saw him and what i was it? i'm sorry um, what was your last conversation with him our last conversation was when you know he was upset that the nba was you know the the negro basketball association was <laughs> going out of business so you know it's whatever not called the negro basketball excuse me excuse me and then he he was upset about that and i said kim it's okay you know and uh we'll get them back we'll get them back trust me we don't want these guys doing too much on their free time we want them sort of in a structured environment if you know what i mean and what do you mean i mean when you got seven foot blacks roaming the city unguarded it can get pretty dangerous. I think you'd agree. I've, as you know, text, I see you nodding tech stuff, guys. So you understand. <laughs> so, so it's only safe when they're about. guarded on the court, but when they're not guarded, it's very dangerous. Well, I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Remember, <laughs> uh, a lot of things, a lot of things can happen. And, uh, and I remember Kim just said to me, he was like, and I said, well, I hear in your voice, you're very passionate about this. You're very intense. So I said, we're going to get him back. And he said, thank you. And I said, fantastic. Great guy. Great guy. And he's going to make a comeback. We don't, when you have that kind of love of life, you know, and such a strong character, you know, I remember he, 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 blew apart his uncle using like an aircraft weapon. What and a I gentleman. said, somebody who is that tough is not going out without a fight. So prayers, prayers. Um, Jeff Epstein doesn't need another angel in heaven just yet. <laughs> so you stay here with us, Kim, and you get better. 
or no. Owen. I never figured out which one he is, if he's Kim or Owen. I don't know what you call the first or the last. I call him Kim. I call him Little Kim. That's fair. I don't know if he likes Little Kim, but if, if he does pass away, will you attend the funeral? Uh, as long as the Russian strippers and uh, prostitutes are there, you can count me in first flight. Okay. Now, I, I'm sure she's not doesn't like to hear about the prostitutes, but it was your wife's birthday yesterday. Am I correct, Melania? Your wife. It was her birthday. Yesterday was the second worst day of my presidency after when Big Huck left. Why? Because Miranda Trump turned 50. And isn't it Melania? Uh, well, you know, it's Miranda. Yeah, it's I mean, Huck, Huck is has a steel trap for these things. So, okay. So Michelle Trump turned 50. What's and Melania? I think it's Michelle. Okay. Right. I stand corrected. Okay. Well, you know, you, I have a great brain, but like I can't keep getting interrupted when I'm dealing with the COVID. Like it's a little stressful. Uh, not too stressful for me, but it's still stressful. Believe me. You, you couldn't handle it. I can tell you that. But um, where was I? The, um, so Martha Trump is I think it's 50. Michelle. Martha Trump is 50 years old and she looks good for a 50 year old, but it's over. It's, there is, there is no way that this can survive. It's disgusting. I mean, she turned 50 and it was like, I couldn't even concentrate on the COVID. I was so disturbed. <laughs> she looks good though. You don't think she looks good? She looks great for a 50-year-old woman. I mean, she doesn't look 50 at all. You know who looks even better than a great 50-year-old? A great 28-year-old. <laughs> I understand that, but Melania is your this wife. This office, this is the thing. People, everybody's talking about, I'm sacrificing the COVID. We social distance work, and we need you know, benefits, and we need unemployment. All these things are so secondary. I would have been divorced, Okay from Monica like nine, like six years ago. And then I ran for president and they don't let you do, it's like frowned upon. They want you to like, it's like the royal family. It's like, oh, you have to stay in and you have to be proper. She would be gone. I had my eye on a great 26 year old and then I got elected president. And this is what I'm dealing with. The COVID, Huck leaving the economy tanking, and on top of all those things that are not good, melatonin turns 50. And it's like we're losing our country and we're losing everything because of this. It's a disgrace. Like, she should be somewhere else. I should be looking at, like, the next wife, and instead I'm stuck with, you know, whatever her name is. So the only thing bad about this presidency, Mr. Uh, no, no, no. Well, it's been great for the American people. Right, I've right, been taking the sacrifice. I it gave keeps the your American marriage people, together. I gave, exact, thank you. I gave the American people the greatest economy of all time, the greatest press secretary of all time right here. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. And what I've been given in return is I'm trapped in a marriage to this dusty old Transylvanian model. Well, yeah, model at the end doesn't sound so bad. You know, here's the thing, you know, and I know we've talked on some of the Patreon episodes. I don't want to tip, tip that stuff too much, but you know that my father, and I'm sorry, Huck, to do this, we'll bring you in in a second. Chime in if you support what I'm saying, though, which I, I think you do because you're Amen. a smart person. Uh, I, my father and I had many traditions growing up and people can check the Patreon uh, for some of those great traditions, but we used to have a thing where we would, once a year, we called it the 5-0. And what we would do is we would get two prostitutes that were 49 years old. We were very specific with the escort service. We'd say, we want the mature. We'd say mature, what really means 49. 
because they don't hire 50, believe me. So we would get okay. two 49-year-old prostitutes, you know, have sex with them in a Christian way, of course. And then we would murder them. <laughs> what? What? You would murder them? Mr. President, that is barbaric. What? That is awful. What? Can you please explain why they're murdered? Because they're 50? I mean, that is, that's, Mr. President, that is really. Look, I, I don't mean, like the camera you... away at the president like this. Uh, he has his reasons, and I'm sure they're absolutely valid. Uh, it's, it's just like you in the liberal media to uh, tear him apart and not let him talk. I mean, he did just say that he was, he used to have sex with two 49 year old prostitutes with his father, and then yeah, after. That... That's murder them. I mean, you don't think I should ask a reason why they were murdered? In the past. He is he is sharing his testimony, and that is in the past, and we are now in the present moving forward. And I'll tell you what, this country has benefited from his experience. His experience. That was only half the story. Then we would bury them. Because turning 50... You know, we, we believed we were doing them a favor because 50 is like a death sentence anyway for a hot woman. So then what we would do is we would bury them and then call the police and tell them that there were some blacks who had killed some prostitutes. Jesus. So we were calling the police yeah. who are also known as 5-0. So that's why it was called 5-0. And that was our way of kind of helping you know, like a circle of life. Um, I mean, if you don't call that community service, I don't know what you would call community you know, service. You know, it's called like, it was like putting people out of their misery and helping keep the neighborhood safe. So it was a beautiful thing. And the point of all that is I have a strong tradition of honoring, you know, women before they turn 50. And mel melatonin is 50 or melanoma, whatever her name is, and it's a disgusting thing. And it's, I'm kind of, I wish my dad was here, is my point. If my father was here, you know, we might have had one more 5 0, you know, before he joins Jeff Epstein in heaven. So when your father passed, that's when 5 0 celebrations stopped? Well, right, because Don Jr. and, and, and the other one are like Eric and, uh, Eric and, and you have uh, you have a third son also. Well, Dirk Don Jr. can't do it. Okay, he's not he's not worthy of the uh, the the Trump tradition. So it's it's sad. It's sad. I think you'd agree. It's very sad when like traditions sad. have to have to end. You know now now if you look on any website, you know with you know pornographic people, they've got like whole categories dedicated to old women, and it's like this is what happens when we allow great traditions to pass. So when you look up BBC, look up Bleach and Coke, I'm gonna put that on my list of stuff to Google. By the way, uh, I'm honored to say I am 37 years old, Mr. President, so you don't have a thing to worry about. No, you you're like- You could Google it. I am 37 years old. It's a great thing. You are, you are everything that someone would want if they didn't want models. Thank you, Mr. Okay. That means a lot. Thank you so much. And well, I mean that, by the way. I mean that. That is that is a real compliment. <laughs> I, that was not me just saying something, you know, nice to make you feel better. I felt great already. I just I, I heard you speak the truth, and I love it. So thank you. Well, I want to wish Melania a happy birthday, and Mr. President, like you said before, that tradition of yours. There are many traditions of yours on the Patreon. You have Halloween traditions, you have Thanksgiving traditions, and you can hear about all those uh, traditions at Patreon.com/slash/MPGA. There's two levels right now, so join the Patreon and get all the bonus episodes, special guests, uh, soon-to-be phone calls to small businesses. That's right. Our plan is to call small, have the president call small businesses around the country to check in on them during the COVID and see if their president can do anything for them. So I think that's going to be like must listen. They call that must listen content. So 
that'll probably be at the Ivanka level because you know she's got the uh, she's top she's top shelf. She I can tell you what, if anybody can stop themselves from turning fifty, it's Ivanka Trump. Well, uh, let's see if that happens. And um, yeah, um, Mr. President, check out the Patreon because all those uh, great traditions are on there. And plus, we're going to be doing uh, some live episodes starting next month. And you get the, uh, the podcast episode a day early. So you get those tickets a day early and get all the information a day early. So join the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. Mr. President, Vegas is open. Vegas is open. Is that smart that Vegas economy is open? It's like a Petri dish of Corona right there. You have everyone from all over the world coming there. You can't social distance there. It's almost impossible. And the mayor, I saw her on the news and she didn't even know how to go about a plan of social distancing, yet she opened the economy. Would you like to comment on this? Because I'm confused. I know Huck is probably not a Vegas person. Have you ever been to like any Bible kind of conferences there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't gamble um, and uh, don't really drink or socialize or listen to music. Uh, so I have it, but Brian with a Y has been to Reno a few times. There have been some uh, male only uh, Bible conferences in Reno. Uh, but uh, the church of the bunny ranch, I think, I think I might've been on one of those conferences. <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> I think it was something to do with rabbits. That's right. The late pastor, Dennis Hoff. He was a, a real spiritual man. I think it was. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, those were great retreats. Those were great retreats. And, you know, military people like Air Force Amy, we respect her service. Uh, I so those don't great think things. these are... This, we're proud of our veterans. I don't think you two are talking about the same thing. We're, no, President. we're talking... Excuse me. You don't tell... Huck and I, when we're talk, we know what we're talking about. Maybe you're not talking about the right thing, but Vegas, you want to talk about Vegas? It's a great city. There's like 25% unemployment. People need to get back to work. And the fact of the matter is, does anybody think Vegas was all that safe? Isn't that where uh, Shaquille Tupac got, uh, like, got shot? Shaq Tupac? Remember him? Great, I mean, uh, you know. Tupac Shakur. Yes, he got that? he got shot and killed. There, that's the rapper who I think you're trying to talk about. Well, whatever the whatever the rapper's name was, do you think he wishes he had COVID right now instead of uh, twenty years of death? Yeah, but if you let these people back to work, they may excuse die me. From COVID. Excuse me, and I think Big Huck can can back me up here. Uh, who would you rather be? Six pack Shack. Six pack Shack. All right. Who's dead? Who got shot? in vegas being a rapper no surprise or a guy who's alive gambling who gets a cough and maybe just has to drink some coke and bleach i'm just delighted i live to see the day of your inauguration mr president that was uh the the joy and the delight of my life more so than my wedding day more so than the birth of all three of my children uh so if it meant that i had to have the COVID, i want to be alive that's right and so, so in other words, I'm asking your tech guy. But how is that an argument to open Excuse Vegas? me, tech stuff guy, since you're so smart, would you rather be a guy who was shot or a guy who maybe has COVID, maybe doesn't? You're basically asking me would I rather be dead or possibly have COVID. And, and what's your answer? Excuse me, what's your answer? I don't want to be dead. I mean, well, then that's your answer. And yet we, we opened Vegas and had this great rapper get shot to death. Nobody said, oh, we have to close Vegas down. You don't think that there's many diseases that have been going around Vegas for years? But this is different. There, right, there because been... it's affecting, you know, non-rich, non-hot people as well. Because it used to just be, you know, everybody wants equality. It used to just be ex very powerful businessmen and their high escorts who would get diseases. And now everybody gets it. How are you going to deal with it, though, if this backfires on you and there is a corona outbreak bigger than the one in New York now? What, 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 were you going to, what would you do about it? Well, we'd have to, you know, we'd, we'd have to uh, probably great. close pray. prayer. Great, great idea. Huh? Great prayer. We'd have Church to, uh, you know, shut down some of the buffets. Some, um, some not all. We'd have probably some of the escorts start using uh, gloves. 
wearing gloves. That's important. And uh, yeah. I think we can handle it. I think Vegas can take it. Vegas has taken a lot. Vegas is a great city. And I think we should open it. We should open it with, um, you know, tremendous uh, openness. So if COVID breaks out, the thing that you will do is keep it open, but make sure the bars are serving bleach and Coke and that escorts are wearing gloves. And then some buffets, not all, will close. That's how you think. When um, I hear it said back to me, I realize how strong a plan it is. Like you were listening. I almost forgot that I had named all these great things. And then you like threw it back. And I was like, that's even better than when I thought of it. It's like stronger you listed all these great measures and I'm like, wow, nobody's going to get COVID with these, with the Trump plan. It's a great plan. It's a great Glad plan. Glad to be alive to see the day, sir. Glad to and be Mr. alive. You're, you're also forcing uh, West Point to reopen and everyone to go back to classes, ignore social distancing, basically. So when they graduate, you can actually go there and do the commencement speech. Is this true? Let me ask uh, Ms. Huckabee Sanders, if you had an opportunity to hear your president speak, yes, would anything be able to stop you? I, I can't think of a thing. I mean, worst case scenario, somebody has lit me on fire. I'm going to make it as far as I can. I'm going to get there. And, and that's you as somebody who just worked for me. You're not like somebody under my command, like a, like a soldier. So the West Point people, you know, if you were at West Point, would you want to have like a speech from Trump on your computer or would you want to be there in person? I'd want to be there in person. Uh, there, there's just something about being in the room with you. Uh, I want to say it's the word musk. It's like a, it's like a commanding presence. It's a comfort and a, I don't know. It makes me, it uplifts me. It's like that an is. uplifting musk. And to have you in their presence, I think you can't get that through a computer. Huck, the way you talk about me, it is that you know me so well because you speak of me both as like, almost like a strong father figure, but also like somebody where there's like deep feelings for, and it's like, it hits all my nerve, except for the model nerve. You hit every, nerve except the playboy model nerve every other element that i need you provide it's 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 a it's an incredible gift that you have and we are so unfortunate that you are no longer in the uh, in the white house because there was nobody like you well, and you. i agree and i think huck said it tech stuff guy if you have an opportunity to have the president speak to you i don't do speeches through like apps okay i don't use the apps so you, the, don't, you don't do a Zoom, Zoom speech? Is that what you're saying? Zoom, Zoom is um, not for me. Zoom is not for me. I like, they're called speeches. I like to get out there and give great speeches, not talk to you like I'm at an office doing like an annoying job, okay? Well, technically you give your, your briefings every day and you're talking to everyone's TV. The only people who are there live are your scientists and the people who work for you and the reporters. So technically you're almost doing a zoom when you do your daily briefings every day, aren't you? Uh, Huck, if you can, I don't even want to address that. If you could maybe dismiss that for me. Uh, for I, old time I, just, sake. I feel like you've exhausted uh, the president. You've exhausted me and uh, I hadn't been here nearly as long. Uh, I just think if you could just like ask a right question, ask a right question, that would be really awesome. Okay. Um, the last topic today I wanted to talk to you about, Mr. President. Now, it, this recently came out in uh, Washington Post that you were warned about uh, COVID-19 in your daily uh, president, presidential briefings starting in January. And sources say that you don't even read them every day. They started to read them to you. And really, they sources say you, you hear them about two to three times a week. Maybe now it's gone down to a few times a month. That means once a week. 
what what is your excuse for ignoring the warnings of COVID-19 in January and February and not preparing our country for this, knowing about the outbreak in China and how they were kind of hiding all the facts and the casualties? I mean, that was just like a long democratic laundry list of, if I can say it, bullshit. Um, it was a disgusting question. You just went through this like very long list of, and then, and it was like, did Nancy Pelosi like write that for you? <laughs> Um, I think Huck knows that nobody's been stronger on COVID. Nobody's been tougher. I shut down China. Okay. I told China, no, enter my country. Okay. That's what I said to them. I walked right up to them. And Why did you say it like that? So they could understand. Thank you, Huck. <laughs> wow. These questions. I don't know. I don't, where did you get this guy? You know oh, what I did? I took my I, country. I, mean, I took my khakis, my golf khakis, and a couple of my button-down shirts, and I walked right up to Xi, the president of China, and I put them in his hand and said, "I don't need a ticket. Take these, go clean them, and don't come back until I tell you to. And you better have these neatly pressed." You asked the leader of China to do your laundry. I didn't ask. You I told, told him. President Thank you. Mask. That's a Thank racist, you. Mr. President. That is extremely racist. Did you just meet him? Look, we got to get tough in this country. So tough is racist? That is not racist. It's called a power move. So for him to do your laundry is a power move. Well, let me ask you a question. I because maybe you're being racist. Because what if I had gone up to the leader of uh, Brazil and told him to do my laundry? Would that be racist or would it be a power move? No, it would just be rude. In but other now words, it's a, rude and racist. In other words, a power move. Well, why is it racist? Because Chi Are Chinese people not allowed to do laundry? Maybe that's no, you that's racist. No, it's just Asians. Um, a stereotype of Asians is that they all have laundry mats. So you're basically feeding into that stereotype. Well, you know what? What? She did my laundry. <laughs> and he and pressed them. he understands. So I don't know what you're talking about, but he did the laundry and he still can't come to this country. I, I told him, no, come into country. Come back next time. And, you know, it was a beautiful thing. Well, and he's... What about these presidential briefings? You didn't go over anything about these. No, I listen. Yeah, I listen. And then I come up with my own ideas. Huck, Huck knows very well. Do you read them? Well, they, what they do is, okay. You know, everybody, oh, do you read them? Do you read them? Everybody loves reading all of a sudden. <laughs> I get told the important parts. I get told the important parts. And then they come up with, they make like a little graphic novel. You know the graphic novel? They do like a graphic novel of like the important parts so that, you know, it's more entertaining and it's more like detailed. So it's like, okay, for notes. so for Corona, they add, it's like a, like kind of what they do is for the, I remember, see, this will prove that I've seen them for the okay. Corona one. They showed me in January. One of the ones they showed a, an American businessman, you know, fighting off a Chinese gang near uh, like a food market, one of these nasty food markets. And then he goes and has sex with a large breasted Chinese prostitute also near the food market. And during all this, the particles from the food got on the businessman and then he brought them to the US. So I knew he had a problem. That's, that's, that's the graphic novel they, they drew for you? That was one of them. That was, that was like, you know, issue two. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know there were was a whole collection. I mean, no, I think we're going to probably when the movies come back, I think we're going to see if Marvel wants to make like a new series, you know, Trump versus Corona, you know, to be the new Avengers. That's a, it's an interesting idea, Mr. President, to make well, a superhero doing, movie just, out of you fighting the COVID virus. That's I'm just, I'm just saying it so that you know that I've been paying attention, that we've gotten great information and we, we stopped China. We stopped China from coming in. We stopped way before anybody else did. We did it strongly. We did it quickly. And we're winning. We're winning against the virus now. Um, How much winning? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're winning. Um, I mean, it, it is slowing but, down in New York, but we don't me, know. Big Huck, are we kind of winning? Is, is this the kind of patriotism we like? Winning is winning. I mean, it's so, it's so much winning. Like you said, I'm almost tired of all the winning because we're winning so much. So there's a lot of winning going on. I, um, so I might as well uh, enjoy the winning, right? Well, I don't know if you're enjoying the winning. Are you maybe, a I'm, I'm, I might well, as well. Maybe, he, maybe you're losing, in fact. Maybe you're losing because you don't seem to love this country or your president. Whereas Huck, Huck is having the time of her life. I just fixed well, my, I, my second bleach and coke. Yeah, well, you should you should market that drink and maybe make up your own like a, a Huckabee Sanders B and C and really market it and think you could sell a lot of them, especially wow. during this whole pandemic. It's something to think about. Broken clock said something else smart. Look at that. Well, that's his two times, right? That's <laughs> it for times. the episode. He doesn't get yeah. a third because a broken clock is only right. How many times? A few times a day. <laughs> there it is. You heard him. Well, Mr. President, uh, thank you for, for joining us again on, on this very busy week. And more important, uh, Ms. Sanders, thank you so much for, for, for surprising uh, Mr. President. I'm, I saw him light up, and I really appreciate you uh, coming through tonight. I know you're very busy as well, and this whole pandemic is affecting your family life. So thank you for, for coming on the show tonight. It's really appreciate pleasure. that. It's my pleasure, and uh, I'm the president, Mr. President, you know how I feel about you. Uh, quite fond of you, and uh, I do miss our, our chats, just uh, our casual chats in the hallway. Uh, so just glad to see you is all I'm saying. Huck, you are so missed. There is such a lack of toughness right mm -hmm. now, and you are, you are missed. I hope you run for governor of Arkansas because you know I will I will literally bring in troops to get you that job. I will As I know that. Thank you. I will rain covid and bullets on people who don't vote for you. Thank you Mr. in that state. So you have tremendous support here. We know that you are there are members of my own family that I don't think are as loyal as you. So I say that with uh with great strength that you are missed and uh you're welcome back anytime and i would love to see you fight again for for your president thank you thank you well, and good luck with your with your kkk cakes good luck with that too miss sanders um also um, thanks for listening, everyone. You could find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Leave those ratings. Uh, let's get us to a thousand and reviews. Keep those coming in uh, at Trump Pod on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook, making podcasts great again. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at JL Colvin, J L C A U V I N, at J Nog, J A Y N O G. And uh, if you enjoyed Miss Sanders, check her out. At Sharon Spell, S-H-A-R-O-N-S-P-E-L-L. -L. Is there anything else you'd like to plug, Sharon? Thanks for joining us tonight. Really appreciate that. What, uh, anything else? We can find you. Any appearances, any Zoom shows, anything to plug besides the Twitter? Uh, you can see everything at SharonSpell.com. Cool. SharonSpell.com. Check that out. And at Sharon Spell. Give her a follow. Um, for me, you guys, uh, you can check out. I have uh, the Quarantine Newlywed game every single Friday it's released. And uh, check out Quarantaint with me and John Moses on Facebook and Twitter. We put that up. Uh, Mr. President, the floor is yours. Um, and also patreon.com slash mpga for all the bonus stuff and episodes early. Mr. President, I know you have something coming out this weekend, so please share us the big news right now. I have an album. Okay, it's like, imagine if Drake did a collab with David Duke. It is, <laughs> it is flaming cross emojis, this album. And you've got to check it out. It's called Fireside Craps, The Deuce. It's the second one. By the way, I'm spoiling it a little bit. Guest vocals on a couple of tracks from none other than Big Huck. Okay, so look out for that. That is uh, so. So 
if you support the show, you got to support the people on the show. And she's got guest vocals on the track. I think that's what they say. It's, it is flaming cross emojis. Do they have that emoji? A A collab. Do they have the flaming cross emoji? Like for when something's both fire and Christian? They don't. That's brilliant, sir. That's another brilliant idea, sir. We got to get it done. But that album is available for pre-order, okay? It's pre-order. That's like, uh, you know, that's like when you're with a prostitute and she lets you slip it in before you put the condom on and then there's pre-order and that can cause difficulties with the fertility clinics. Just locker room talk. This is (laughs) a pre-order. So you can order it now on iTunes. (laughs) <laughs> there you go everybody i broke hey it's jl it's actually jl it's not trump promoting the album <laughs> <Pre-order>. <laughs> <laughs> thank you and thank you huck for calling that uh locker room talk uh yes guys hello it's me i couldn't hold it any longer go buy the album pre-order it on uh, itunes right now and on friday it'll be able to you'll be able to stream it on apple music and pandora and it will be available for purchase on iTunes and Amazon, like Amazon MP3s. Um, it's a big one. I think it could be a huge hit. And I'm not just saying that. You're all listening to this show. So if you're a fan of the impression, I know we have thousands of listeners. Um, I know not everybody has cash right now. I know we're all struggling. And we appreciate even your listens and your, and your reviews. And even if you don't review, just listening, it helps us. We appreciate the support. But if you got a couple bucks, this week is, uh, is a huge one because, uh, yeah, I think this album has the stuff to be a, a monster. So you can help that. So any help. And stream you it do, nonstop. Stream it nonstop for you. You know, put yeah, it on Spotify you, or Pandora and just keep streaming that shit. There you go. That's what I feel like Drake does with like some click farm in India. He just goes, <laughs> he like pays like a, a room full of computers to just stream. It's like Drake's album had 44 billion streams. I'm like, there's 8 billion people in the world. How did it get that many streams in a week? But uh, any help you can do uh, is, is appreciated. The, the purchases, uh, gift it to somebody if you're rolling in loot. But there, that's enough of a shameless plug for that. But it's a big one this week. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Jay. Hope you enjoyed this episode and God help us all.